Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Hello, this is Wendy here. This week, I wanted to give you an update on some of the things that have been coming through from the government and also some of the initiatives which I think as property investors, we could really make the most of. So let's start at the top with some of the updates from the government. Now, I'm sure it hasn't passed you by that Rishi Sunak announced earlier this week that uh, there would be a stamp duty holiday for any purchases up until the 31st of March 2021, up to £500,000. This is great news for the residential market, obviously, because it means that you save quite a lot of money on stamp duty. But it's also good news for property investors because uh, although we still have the 3% surcharge, which we'll still have to pay, the basic rate of stamp duty has been relaxed to zero. So that can make quite a big difference when it comes to your next property purchase. So if you think of buying something, buying a property over the next few months um, as an HMO or a single buy to let, uh, this is going to be a real welcome relief for landlords because uh, they're going to save quite a lot of money on on that purchase price, which is really, really good news. Second piece of news, which I thought was really fascinating and is an opportunity that um, if you're thinking about doing some direct to vendor marketing or you're looking at doing um, a particular project, then this particular announcement could really help you. And it's the government's Young People's Jobs Kickstart Scheme. So if you haven't heard of this, uh, it's not really something that maybe many property people would pick up on but I think this could be fantastic because as you know the government are pretty worried about unemployment and I would be too because the figures coming out of uh, HMRC are not looking too hot. Uh, We're looking at redundancies, we're looking at people being laid off from positions that have been uh, temporary, Uh, contracts are not being renewed, there's a lot of fear in the market for obvious reasons and as the coronavirus job retention scheme starts to um, fade away and furlough starts to change in terms of its terms and uh, this means that employers have to put a bit more money in, we're going to start to see people being made redundant and unemployment rates go up. The government are always worried about youth unemployment in particular because it can set up trends for the future which are not helpful, particularly long-term unemployment. So they've announced this new Young People's Jobs Kickstart Scheme, which basically will be a subsidy for a six-month work placement for people on universal credit aged between 16 and 24 who are at risk of long-term unemployment. Now, what's amazing is that for each of these Kickstarter jobs, which is what they're being called, the government will cover the cost of 25 hours work a week at the national minimum wage, and they will pay employers £1,000 as an admin fee to get that person up and running. Now, you can top up that amount uh, of the 25 hours a week if you want someone to work full time. You can then pay them up to the uh, 38 or 40 hours a week that you employ them for. Um, But if you can employ someone for 25 hours a week, then the government will pay that person's salary. So I wonder what you could do with that amount of money. I think it's a really good scheme that's going to help young people to learn some skills in the the workplace, but also it could help you if you've got a specific project 
or you want to bring somebody in for some specific pieces of work. The next scheme that the government have announced is the Green Homes Grant. This is a £2 billion grant which is going to be aimed at landlords and homeowners to make properties more energy efficient. The way it's going to work is you'll have to apply for a voucher. You will have uh, an initial assessment with somebody probably over the phone who will uh, try and understand a bit more about the property that you're looking to improve. And the voucher will fund at least two thirds of the cost of hiring tradespeople to upgrade the energy performance of the property. The maximum grant is going to be £5,000, although if you are on a low wage, you will get up to £10,000. There will be a website that you can go through to apply for this particular grant and you'll have to answer some basic questions about the property and in terms of its energy efficiency. Right at this moment in time, we don't know exactly what that will cover, but it could be, it's very likely to be insulation, maybe loft, wall and underfloor. It could be double glazing. It might be boilers, eco-friendly boilers, heat pumps, low energy lighting and possibly energy efficient doors. So if you've got a refurb that you're about to start, it might be just as well to wait a little while before you start ordering those materials because it's possible that you could be entitled to getting a grant to help provide those, um, those particular materials, which would be great. Now, apparently, um, it's going to include a whole house approach, uh, which means that you'll have uh, a, a, what's going to be called a retrofit coordinator who will determine what measures will ensure the best value for money for you and the property. So you don't get to choose everything, um, but uh, in conjunction with somebody who will be a coordinator for the scheme, you will certainly be entitled to help with improving the eco-credentials of a property. VAT, that's the next big thing. So the government, Rishi Sunak, announced uh, that the, uh, the hospitality industry, uh, hotel and holiday accommodation, and of course this would apply to service accommodation as well, um, and admissions to certain attractions will have their VAT reduced from 20% to 5%. Uh, this is coming in on the 15th of July and it will run through to the 12th of January next year. So that's good news for those of us who want to go on holiday and it's good news for people who run those businesses as well. And it means that it's encouraging people to use those facilities to get those businesses back up and running and also it gives a helping hand to those businesses who've been probably the hardest hit during coronavirus. Sadly, those VAT uh, um, reductions don't really affect residential property because, of course, we don't become uh, residential lettings is not VAT registered unless you're running a lettings agency, which is VAT registered. But if you are um, simply charging uh, um, rental income, you know, rental fees to your tenants, they're paying rent. Rent is not a VATable item, so you can't put VAT on top of that. And to be VAT registered, you have to have turnover of more than, I think it's £85,000 per annum. Okay, the next one is the Eat Out to Help Out scheme. Now, this was a bit of a bonus, wasn't it? During August, you get a £10 voucher, which is up to half of the cost of your meal, uh, on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday in August. 
So uh, there are various eligibility criteria and uh, certain establishments will have to uh, sign up to be part of the scheme. Um, so restaurants, cafes, pubs, hotel restaurants, uh, various different uh, uh, places are, are able to sign up for the scheme. And uh, it basically means you can get a half price meal. So enjoy. Make the most of your August is what I say, people, because uh, you're probably not going to see this happen again. Alongside this, of course, we're also seeing some other signs in the economy. And next week, I'm going to do an update on economic indicators, inflation, interest rates, employment, and the, uh, the details about transactions in the housing market. Uh, I, I think it's really important to be educated about what's going on in the property world and in the housing market. So next week, I'm going to give an, uh, give an update next Friday on my podcast about those factors which are affecting the, uh, the, the UK economy, the world economy, and may affect you if you are transacting property right now, either to convert into an HMO, or you might have an HMO and you're worried about unemployment levels. How can you make sure that you stay ahead of the curve and have a great business, even when we are facing a pandemic, the likes of which we have probably never seen before? Although the Spanish flu, of course, did happen uh, about 100 years ago, and we seem to have forgotten that. However, anyhow, um, the point is uh, we're faced with this right now. What do we do? How do we deal with it? And uh, what steps can you take to make sure that you don't lose out, that you carry on making money and you carry on having a thriving business? So this is just a very quick update on what's been happening this week. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Please keep listening. Please subscribe. Uh, Send me a review. I'd love to hear what you think of it. And if there are any topics you'd like me to cover, please make some suggestions. I listen and read to all the comments made on all the different platforms about the podcast. And if there's anything you'd like me specifically to talk about with regard to HMOs, property investing and economics, I'd be delighted to do so. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable HMO business, please visit our website, hmosuccess.co.uk, to find out more. We have plenty of free tools and information for you there, and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.